Coldplay, Chainsmokers, something just like this. Star 102.5, Rich and Jenny, we're live and local on this Wednesday morning. Temperatures in the mid-40s, topping out, what, lower 60s today? Yeah, it's going to be gorgeous across Moore County and the San Angeles. We do, well, I was actually sprinkle. this weekend. Yeah, we may see some rain. 66, the high for today. We'll check yeah. in with Chief Meteorologist Brad Hoppines in just a bit. Okay, we get to talk with Dr. Arnotzi. And we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and some of the things, the to-dos, the not-to-dos, the ways to be careful and all that good stuff. Yeah, and we're going to ask about a lot of different things. I'm going to ask her about the vaccine as well, um, if she, you know, has done any research, and I'm sure she has. Um, But she's been with us from the very beginning of this. We actually, it was when we could still be in person. That's right. Um, So we are grateful that we've had her expertise to to chat with her about. Good morning, Dr. Onotsi. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're doing great. Good to hear from you, and uh, and I hope you're doing well. Doing okay. Doing okay. It's been a long year. Yeah, 2020's really been something, and and don't think just because, you know, January 1 comes along, all of this turns, you know, better. No. Little by little. No, probably not. Yeah. Um, so what's the scope of the situation as you characterize it with COVID-19 when, when someone asks you or when you talk with a colleague? Well, so COVID-19 is still here, so we're not done. We continue to have cases. We continue to have community spread in our community. Uh, we, uh, you know, all of us have been hopeful back in March that, okay, all right, maybe this will pass a little while and then go away, and that's not been the situation. We continue to have cases, and we continue to, uh, to have patients in the hospital with COVID. So now we're trying to figure out how to handle this and how to manage this going into the winter, which has always been a, a time of much higher rates of respiratory illnesses and higher rates of patients in the hospital and trying to do that with COVID surging as well. When it comes to gathering together with our families, what are some of um, the do's and don'ts for, for tomorrow? So this is so hard because, of course, all of us need human connection right now. All of this has been a, a long and, and difficult and lonely year, and it's hard not to immediately you know, grasp and run for these these. Uh, times when we, we, our traditions are to get together and to gather, but we still have uh, COVID in the community. We still have risk towards, um, towards people, but especially vulnerable people. And so the, the guidance is to really limit the number of people that you're going to be exposed to and the number of people that you could possibly expose, even during these times of, of the holiday. So the, you know, I personally, so I love a huge Thanksgiving. I've kept big family on both sides, both my husband and my family, they're big families. We love the big 30-person gathering with the roving band of children for Thanksgiving. We're not doing that this year. This year it's smaller. Uh, and all the decisions that I make about how to, um, how to limit my risk and is, is the thought that COVID, we know, can be transmitted in the 24 to 48 hours before somebody has any symptoms. And so I, in all these decisions that I make, I think about if I get a fever tomorrow, how many people am I going to have to call? And so I, I think about how, how, how I can keep that number low. You know, and when I think about people that, you know, as far as exposing, um, you know, possibly exposing people, it's, it's people who are you with while you're not wearing a mask, within six feet of them for more than 15 minutes, and then indoors is a higher risk area than outdoors. So for Thanksgiving, the, the guidance is to, you know, recommend people, if you're, if you're very high risk, consider not gathering at all, um, you know, participating in virtual Thanksgivings. Um, 
uh, and 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 not not um, you know being in person with other people without your mask on the way we are when we eat. Um, for um, people, you know, hosting gatherings, keeping it small, having people sit more than six feet apart if they don't live in the same household. Consider wearing masks, doing it outside if that's feasible. I don't know if the weather is going to cooperate tomorrow, but but these are the, the the guidances that we're giving to try to help people to to lower the risk of spread during this time when when it's, it's traditional that we get together and we gather. Doc, a, a couple of questions. Um, it is it by contact if if someone hands you the uh, the bowl of biscuits or whatever and you touch the bowl and they did. Is it transferable that way? And also, when it comes to masks, you see, you, I just hear so many different things. They say, well, you know, the, the cloth mask really doesn't, it's, it's not tight enough to block this out. The virus is small enough to get through. You really need the N90-something mask. And uh, what about those two issues? So, so the, yeah, so the N95 mask is the, is the, is the mask that, that healthcare workers use uh, in the hospital to prevent getting things like tuberculosis, and it has the highest um, blocking of, of particles coming into your mouth. The masks, though, there's two reasons to wear a mask. One is what we call source control. If you have COVID and you don't know it yet, you, the droplets that are coming out of your mouth when you talk or when you breathe you know, can go out into the environment. And so wearing a mask, even if it's a cloth mask, that does help with source control, trying to reduce the amount of these infectious particles that are out in the environment. So wearing a mask is helpful to other people. Um, we, we, you know, for the past few months, there's been a lot of discussion about is a mask actually beneficial to you or not. Um, and but the CDC recently changed some of their guidance that they do think that people who wear masks, uh, it, there is a reduced. Um, risk of them contracting the virus as well. So it's not just about source control. There is also benefit to the wearer. Now, in the hospital, you know, in our healthcare workers, yes, surgical masks are a little higher quality. Surgical masks or N95 masks are a little bit better than the cloth masks. But the cloth mask is better than nothing. Um, and that's also what a lot of people had available, especially back in the early days when we didn't have masks in any stores. And so cloth masks are better than nothing. Um, surgical masks, a little better than a cloth mask. And then N95 is the highest level of protection, um, but also not always comfortable for long-term wear. So some people, it's really hard for them to wear an N95 for, for hours at a time. The vaccine is uh, looking more promising as we make our way through all the trials. Um, yes. What do you know about the vaccine so far? So we're very excited about the current state of vaccine research. Um, so the latest studies that have come out have been incredibly encouraging. We have two, tri uh, two vaccines that have uh, released preliminary results that show um, efficacy of 95%, 94.5 and 95%, which is very exciting because if you think about other vaccines that we have, like the flu vaccine, we get nowhere near 95% efficacy with flu vaccine every year. So, you know, these studies that show that people, you know, volunteers who were in these studies and got the vaccine compared to the people who got the placebo, you know, we, we're seeing really good efficacy, which is great. The other good news about these studies that have been released is that we haven't been seeing major safety signals, meaning we, we aren't seeing people having, you know, bad effects of the vaccine. Now, again, this is, um, you know, we're still collecting data. These studies are not finished. 
these vaccines are not yet FDA approved. But knowing that we're in the middle of a global pandemic, that this is an international emergency, you know, they are uh, looking into you know approval um, sooner than sooner than later. Um, and so that's that's all very exciting. Um, and that's you know the studies that have been done so far have been done in over two hundred thousand individuals. So that's uh, so even though you're right, we haven't yet you know, enrolled millions of people to see, because there's always that one in a million, you know, thing we want to you know, try to avoid and be mindful of. Um, on the other hand, it's really good news that we've enrolled this many people so far, and we still haven't seen the, the big safety concerns, which is really good. Dr. Arnozzi, is there is there an antibody test? So if someone was asymptomatic and they they may have antibodies and they don't know it, is is there a test for that? There is. So there is. There's an antibody test. We conducted a lot of um, uh, some uh, studies uh, in our local community of offering people antibody tests. It's still not entirely clear how to use the antibody test in clinical practice. So when my patients come and they say, I think I already had it, can I get the antibody test? It's still not 100% um, clear with the guidance of of how an individual clinician, an individual doctor should use the antibody test. Um, But we have been using it definitely in uh, what we call seroprevalence study. We're trying to see how how many people in the community have had um, uh, the virus already. And so the physicians and the uh, providers you know, are doing it on a case-by-case basis as far as offering antibody tests to the general population, uh, to, to individual patients. But, but yes, there is an antibody test that people um, uh, can get, um, but we're still, we're still learning about the best way to use that in, in an individual patient. Okay. All right. Dr. Arnotzi, we thank you for always being a great source of information for us. I know that um, you're doing your part and you're slowing the spread. And like you said, not going to have a big Thanksgiving yourself. So we hope it's a good one and that your turkey is moist and your potatoes aren't lumpy. Thank you so much. Hope you guys have a great holiday. Thank you, Dr. Arnotzi. We appreciate it.